0: I just came by to stir your soul up a bit. This is the Perfectly Imperfect podcast with Regina and Christine, where we share our stories as women openly and honestly.
1: We believe it's through our journeys, our happy and sad times that connect us as sisters because we're all perfectly imperfect. Welcome back to Perfectly Imperfect. I am Christine. And I'm Regina. I feel like every time I say my name, I sound like I'm saying Justine. Say your name properly. (laughs) I am Christine. I am Christine. Anyways, (laughs) speaking (laughs) about dumb mistakes like saying your name wrong. How was your week?
0: Well, thank you for introing it so uh, perfectly. Oh, I have some pretty good stories of what a disastrous human being I have been lately. We were trying to record this podcast, and just as we started recording, I spilled water all over my podcast work laptop.
1: Just know it takes us a while to start recording, because we set yeah. up all these things, <laughs> and then we're talking about the topic and catching up. And then by the time we're ready to record, it's like, oh my God, we're ramped up and ready to record. Literally, when we're
0: about to say record, she goes, oh, oh no. <laughs> and this is the first time I've ever done something like this. I mean, I'm a clumsy person, but I'm really good about, you know, keeping my electronics safe. But I had an iced tea, you know, one of those like <laughs> Ito En Jasmine iced teas. And I don't know what I did. I like how the brand matters. It matters. (laughs) And then, like, I was like running around, turning my laptop over, and I was like blow drying it for like ever. And I had left. She proceeds (laughs) to do everything you're not supposed to do after you spill the liquid onto (laughs) your laptop. I went to the Apple store later that evening, and the guy's like, oh, did you try plugging it in? Oh, did you turn it off right away? Oh, (laughs) it was was not a good look for me. Oh my god, get your life together. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, Christine, now that I've told my long-winded story of how I have a lot of issues and a lot of trouble with adulting, (laughs) what are we talking about today?
1: Okay, this topic this topic, I mean, <laughs> it's,
0: I feel like it's haunted us for a really long time.
1: It really has. And I think this is a story and an episode that has been like itching and like crawling its way out in different ways.
0: You guys can't see this, but Christine has her hands like right underneath her face, like bugs climbing on her face. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> so
1: we wanted to talk about The nice girl story. Uh, Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my God. What is that? Because we've never heard of that before. (laughs) Because no one talks about it.
0: Nice girls have stories? What? Oh
1: my God. Really? Okay. So maybe saying the nice girl story isn't the exact correct phrase to use. But it's in context to the nice guy story. And we wanted to bring the girl's side into the picture, into the story. Because for the most part, you hear what the guys go through. And their woes of being stuck in the friend zone. And oh man, that sucks that the girl took advantage of him. And then he was so nice to her. And he deserves that love. Come on, just give him a chance. Why you gotta be like that? You know what? You're actually not a nice person. He deserves someone who will actually appreciate him. Okay, so we've heard all the All the renditions.
0: (laughs) All of the Christine's different voices.
1: (laughs) I feel like you guys can understand our perspective of the nice guy story and what we feel about it. And okay, I don't want to make nice guys feel bad because there are many it's a spectrum. In in terms that there's lots of guys and lots of girls that fit onto the different categories of a nice guy, a nice guy that's actually not a nice guy at all, a nice girl, or not a really nice girl. So I'm not trying to lump everyone into one thing, but just going off of what we all know about the nice guy story of guy likes girl, puts her on pedestal, shows her how nice of a guy he really is, and in his way, trying to prove to her subconsciously of how great of a boyfriend potential he could be, but without really confessing his feelings yet. And then if he gets enough courage to confess that he likes her, usually with a nice guy story, she says she doesn't feel the same way. And then he's crushed. And thus the saying, nice guys finish last. So that's the rendition of the nice guy story that I'm referring to we want to talk about the girl's side in this. So, should we just jump into it? Yeah.
0: Let's just get right into it.
1: I feel like I already jumped in. Yeah, I just Yeah. Got- <laughs> There's just so much it. to say. There's so much to say.
0: Let's start off with the girl's perspective from the nice guy story. Guy likes girl. Girl's eh. Girl doesn't feel the same way that guy feels.
1: She develops this friendship which is platonic it's neutral because that's what this friendship is based on why should she assume that the guy feels any differently about her that she feels about him so right off the bat they're friends and best friends a lot of times it develops into like a best friend type of friendship and i definitely will agree that these nice guys do a lot of nice things and she also does nice things for the guys But not in a romantic sense. It's just, hey, that's what friends do. They are considerate of each other. They will go out of their way for each other. After some time, to be honest, sometimes she might actually develop a crush on him or think of him as a potential. I think that's part of the
0: misconception that a nice guy will like a girl and the girl just immediately doesn't like him back. Like if you guys get along really well and you're both single and I feel like those feelings do Develop. There are crushes. Crushes happen all the time. There's this misconception of women being cold hearted and just always looking at everything as like a platonic relationship.
1: Yeah, it's like if you're a nice guy, she's not going to be into you because she's only into jerks. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a misconception where women really do go through the potential of every guy. She does. And that's where, Mm -hmm. which we'll get into the ladder theory of, are you on the friendship ladder or in the dating ladder? And it starts then because she may see that you guys have chemistry, that you guys get along so well. But a lot of times, which we'll get into, is that women are viewed as desperate if they're the ones to make a move or to say something first.
0: Yes. I think the thing that makes me most upset about all of this is why is it that the nice guy story is considered so endearing when the nice girl story is considered so pathetic like oh a girl likes a guy and he doesn't like her back like wow she must be desperate i hate that
1: i mean that's something that we as a society i think we assume and that's the story and then as women we get in our own heads about that which nowadays i completely disagree where you men or women, if you like someone, like feel free on the same level of just confessing your feelings. A woman shouldn't have to feel or carry that label of being desperate when a man is being confident and assertive.
0: Let's be real. It's both. They're both pathetic. (laughs) They're both thirsty. (laughs) But I mean, you know, there shouldn't be a difference. I think that society always is like, oh, wow, he's such a good guy for liking this girl who doesn't reciprocate those feelings. Like, what about that is endearing? If anything, it's forceful for him to try to shove these mutual feelings down her throat and making her feel guilty about it.
1: Yeah, so like progressing through the girl's perspective is that she might have a crush on him and then he never makes a move or whatever. So as time goes by, she just sees it as just a friendship. And when I say she has a crush on him, if she does have a crush on him, it's not that what she's doing is trying to manipulate a romantic feeling. Yeah, she's just like, oh, maybe. She's thinking as a potential, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she may be waiting On you, the guy, to actually say something or do something. And say that doesn't happen, then that window of opportunity closes and she moves on. Like she'll start looking at other guys as potentials. I feel around that point is when the nice guy, if you were to finally build up the courage to say something, which I will not dismiss, I totally know how hard it is to confess your feelings to someone, especially when you know it's a gamble. You're just like, Oh, I don't know if you'll like me, but mm-hmm. I'm going to lay it on the line for you. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the biggest split in how we see things happens. Where in this story, he feels like, Okay, now that I've admitted that I liked you and you don't feel the same way about me, Wow. How dare you?
0: It can go one of two ways. It's either one like, oh, I understand. Let's Mm -hmm. continue to be friends, which to be perfectly honest and is the sad reality. That reaction rarely happens. It immediately goes to the other one where it's like, how dare you not have feelings for me? Yeah. I did so much for you. I looked out for you. I was the perfect. I provided so much for you, blah, blah, Mm blah. How dare you not have feelings for me? And it becomes really aggressive. And then it's like
1: they give you an ultimatum where we can't be friends then.
0: Yeah. And if it ever gets to that side, I don't think he can continue to label himself as a nice guy.
1: No. <laughs> that, oh! Christine's rage. like uh. All these past episodes, I'm like, oh, this is how you should find peace within yourself. This is the one episode I'm just like, ugh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't think that he deserves to label himself a nice guy because a nice guy, not even a nice guy, a nice human being of this planet, of this race, of this species should just understand that, hey, I'm not really interested. No, I'm not looking to date you at this time. That should be enough. Yes. There should be no exaggerated repercussions of what happens after a girl says that. I've seen so many situations where a guy will confess his feelings to a girl and have a girl reject him and then immediately any guy that she has interest in or goes on a date with immediately that other guy becomes an mm-hmm, asshole mm-hmm. Ugh, why would she go out with him instead of me
1: i would treat her so much better and that's that's the <laughs> oh that's the irony where nice guys i'm gonna put you don't see that i'm doing this but quote-unquote nice guys like it's like no if you're truly nice you don't expect anything for your niceness that's just because you're a nice person. If you're a nice person, you're just like, I do this out of the pure kindness and genuineness of who I am. It's like, here, I'm going to give you a gift because I'm a nice person and I like you as a person. And then Do I expect a gift back? No, that's just, if you're doing that, you have an agenda. Mm -hmm. You can have an agenda, but then don't be a jerk about it. You can't pick and choose when you're nice and then when Mm -hmm. you're jerk under the whole label of being nice. You can't. If you act like a jerk in that instance, then you are being a jerk to her. You're not a nice guy that's gotten
0: mad. You're a jerk. I'm so mad. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like all of our feelings that we've sprinkled with fairy dust and rainbows in all the past episodes are now like emerging because this is something that we've been really affected by, that we've seen our girlfriends affected by. And I still have so many instances in which I can remember very vividly my friends having to tell guys no, even at like a club when a guy is like hitting on a girl, instead of when the girl says no, the guy being like, oh, okay, let me back off. The girl literally will have to say, I have a boyfriend.
1: Yeah, it's like no is not good enough. It's almost like when a woman says no, it's like, mm, are you sure that's really what you want?
0: Are you sure that doesn't
1: mean try harder?
0: <laughs> because I'm pretty sure that's not what you really meant. Yeah. Because I think I know what you really meant.
1: Exactly. And I, as a man, feel like I know better that I can convince you otherwise. Oh, now it's a game. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. And I'm also not trying to say that girls don't change their minds. Mm-hmm. There are girls that do change their minds. And there are also girls that do take advantage of nice guys. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with that. Where... I definitely have known girls who know that the guy does like her, just hasn't had enough courage to say anything, but continuously plays into and asks him to do things for her, like to go out of the way. favors. Yeah, exactly. And then I always get upset about that. And if I know the girl well enough, ooh, I had this one girlfriend who was totally like that. And I was like, You know that he likes you. Like, you're leading him on. And if anything, you're giving us a bad name. Do you know that you're the type of girl that's giving this whole nice guy story credibility? So... I feel like when nice guys refer to those type of girls, they think that girls who take advantage represent all girls. And it's like, no, there's actually more majority of girls that don't know the signs that a guy likes them. Mm-hmm. If you just go off of the basic concept that you guys are friends, that's all she knows. That's all she's going off by. Why would she just yeah. assume that just because you shared your homework with her, that you drove her home, that she's like, oh, well, okay, <laughs> he likes me now. You know, like, no. if Until you say something, mm-hmm. she is under the the right assumption that you guys are just friends and she's going to look at you as just
0: a friend. Yeah, and I think that even though girls complain a lot about how oblivious guys can be, girls can be just as oblivious. We want to focus on the girl in the nice guy story.
1: The girl most of the time is not coming from a place of ill intent or like so full of herself. When you say that you like her and she politely declines you, Do you know that it hurts her just as much as it hurts you? Okay, I'm not trying to, like, diminish the nice guy's pain because I know to accept rejection is a really hard thing for anyone. But I feel like in this scenario, oftentimes the girls are thought of as like, oh, it's so easy for you to... Dismiss. Yeah, I treat you so nice and now you're just dismissing me because you see me as a friend or as a brother. But really, she's come to value your friendship more than anything. And the last thing she wants to do is hurt you.
0: Mm -hmm. And ruin the relationship that you guys have.
1: Yeah. And I feel like a lot of guys, and I I get it too, but I think a lot of guys feel insulted when she's like, can we still be friends? Because they're like, how can we still be friends after all this? Which I get. I totally get because the whole dynamic of your friendship has changed. And I feel like I want girls in those situations to walk away with that point. Understanding that when a guy confesses his feelings and is being rejected, that you have to respect his space. It's not just the, can we just pick up where we left off? Or I just want us to maintain some sort of friendship. Mm No. No it's changed now.
0: Maybe he needs that time to cope. I think that it's also just as important to know that switch and how he reacts to it. Because there are guys who immediately after you say, actually, I'm not that interested. Immediately, a switch is just flipped. And they get so angry. And they bash you.
1: Yeah, they blame you for Mm -hmm. it. That's where you have to take note that this guy is not really a nice guy. I feel a lot of people walk away feeling like, okay, he's hurt. He's been rejected. He's hurt. He has a right to act that way. I don't think he does. He has a right to feel whatever he's feeling, but to actively say and act on his anger towards you in an aggressive way or spread rumors about you and all that, that is not right. That is not okay.
0: Exactly. It's this kind of like the whole concept of like, oh, boys will be boys. No. No, <laughs> no
1: they will not. <laughs> You're not taking any responsibility for your part. You're just blaming. That's simply what it is. Mm-hmm. Just because this whole situation seems like a nice story and he's played himself like a nice guy doesn't make him a good person. My perception is that the manipulation is lost in it because of the nice label. I see it as he changed the rules on you. You guys were under the same wavelength that you guys are friends. And suddenly he developed feelings for you or he had always had feelings with you, but he just worked under this facade of, no, we're Mm -hmm. just friends so I can get close to you without it being weird. And then he decides to just change the rules on you and expect you to go along with it. And even if he says he doesn't expect it, it's okay. But his anger and the way that he deals with it shows that there was an expectation. Men walking away feeling that love is earned instead of felt. It's almost as if they're like, entitled it's entitled but also like you should just already have feelings for me then because i've earned it i have did all this nice thing so how can you not like me how could you not see that i would be a great boyfriend for you mm-hmm. when it's under the mm-hmm. whole pretense of chemistry you can't just like and not like someone
0: mm-hmm. well i deserve your feelings because i gave you all of these things and i've done all of these things for you
1: And you pull out in the bigger picture of if they pursue you at a bar, they buy you drinks, they won't take no for an answer. And that's why something seemingly as innocent as a nice guy story expands into a bigger mentality of how men see women in the way that they pursue women. That no is never perceived as no. I don't want women to walk away feeling like it's your fault. You should feel guilty for not liking him back or that you're a bad person. You just didn't have feelings for him and that's totally okay. And if we switch that around, which we wanted to touch base upon is exactly the nice girl story where there's a lot of girls that get friend zoned in the same situation and how come we haven't heard about their story the nice girl story in that sense it's the whole thing about being desperate girls who either get friend zoned, it's because they don't have enough courage to say anything because they don't want to come off as desperate or if they actually do say something they confess their feelings to the guys and the guy's like no sorry i don't like you that way
0: they also get rejected, right? But do you hear them whining and complaining and
1: blaming the guy for it? Oh, I did all these nice things for you. You don't think girls do nice things for guys?
0: It blows my mind that people are able to so easily differentiate those two stories just based on gender. Yeah. I think that we have, um, I think, a more mature way of coping with it.
1: We internalize it. I think that's the difference. A lot of girls are just like, what's Mm -hmm. wrong with me? And you start comparing yourself to the girl that he Mm -hmm. is interested in. And you're just like, oh, she is better, huh? Or like, she is prettier. And I'm never going to be like that. Therefore, yeah, I guess it makes sense that he doesn't like me. I feel guys like they just, it's you. (laughs) Yeah, that's you're the problem. How can you not like someone like me? When both genders in that instance in their minds have proven that they're
0: nice i think that as girls we do feel a great deal of responsibility i went on a couple dates with a guy and at the end of the day he was a really nice guy and i'm sure that he would have been a really nice guy for another girl Mm -hmm. i just Mm -hmm. wasn't feeling it i remember in the process of telling him that i just felt so guilty because i was like he is a nice guy like why don't i like him but I just didn't feel it. And at the end of the day, sometimes it just is as simple as feeling it or not feeling it.
1: That's the whole chemistry part.
0: Yeah. You don't need any other reason other than the fact that your heart doesn't do that little flutter when he texts you or you don't get excited when you see him. Mm -hmm. Those are feelings that you can't force. And sometimes guys have this misconception that by them buying you things and opening the door for you and saying nice things to you, those feelings can Mm -hmm. be created.
1: Like almost if they try hard enough, they can convince the girl that you can develop feelings for them, that we will have chemistry, that we will be great together. And that's hard to explain because it is trying to say like, it's just something about you or just something that's not there and it's not your fault it's hard for people to accept that because you're like how can it not be me because you're Mm -hmm. rejecting me
0: Mm -hmm. and and sometimes it's hard to understand like how you can feel something so strongly but the other person not feel it and this goes both ways it doesn't matter what gender you are the feelings that humanness is transferable Mm -hmm. between genders
1: i would say that my advice to guys in this is if you really liked her as a person not
0: The idea of her.
1: Yeah, the idea of her putting her on a pedestal. Then hopefully in that moment where she says she doesn't feel the same way, you can remember what you liked about her, which is her kindness, right? How she treats people, that she's so ambitious. All the good points about her versus suddenly in your head just focusing on, oh, wow, she caused me pain. Therefore, she's not all those things anymore. She is a villain now. And it's good to just look at it and face yourself and like, am I thinking those things because I'm mad and I'm in pain? Or is she really like that? Because if she's really a villain or not nice during this whole rejection part, then that's telling for you that you probably don't want to be with someone like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, do you even want to be in a relationship with her if you think that she is as villainous as you say she is?
1: Yeah. The same person that you were just head over heels about two seconds ago is not the person that, you know, you can't stand and you want everyone yeah. to know how evil she is. Is this the same person?
0: Mm-hmm. It's maintaining that level of respect for her.
1: At the end of the day, if this is the nice guy plight and you think you're a nice guy, I think the heart of it, which a lot of guys miss, the point is that act like a gentleman. You have to be nice, not act. Choose to be a good person throughout this.
0: I remember in high school, I had a crush on this guy who deemed himself to be a nice guy. And I really did think he was a nice guy. You know, he was really sweet. He was really caring. I remember after geometry, I had forgotten my umbrella one day and it was raining in SoCal, which it never does. He offered to share his umbrella with me but he always liked these girls that he put in a pedestal like you know the picture perfect smart skinny pretty asian girl i remember looking up to those girls and being like oh if i were like that he would like me more mm-hmm. and after a while i thought that's besides the point Sadie's hawkins is coming up i really want to ask him to the dance and so i mustered up the courage and flat out just got rejected Mm -hmm. And he basically just told me like, oh, actually, I'm waiting for someone else to ask me.
1: Uh, That's even more painful.
0: Yeah. And that really sucked. I never officially told him how I felt, but we kind of continued on this friendship and into college and stuff. I've heard that he's just turned into a complete asshole because he just kept pitying himself and pitying himself and saying like, oh, I'm so nice. Like, why don't girls like me? Why do girls always like assholes and blah, blah, blah. And he just self-righteously turned himself into an asshole.
1: I feel like that's a common path for quote unquote, nice guys, where they go through this metamorphosis of I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. I keep getting rejected. I keep getting rejected. I see a common theme here where girls go for assholes. Maybe I should be an asshole. You know what? I'm going to be an asshole because girls want assholes. So I'm going to go out of my way to be an asshole. And it's like (laughs) this monster of of a creature starts developing and you're just like, You know, man, I don't think that's ever the case. How you're viewing the situation (laughs) is actually totally incorrect, where girls who want to date assholes actually aren't the type of girls that you want to be with. It's like the compatibility
0: factor between the two people. Like, I am not compatible with this person, so I need to look for a person who's more like this, more like this, instead of idealizing and idolizing the type of girl or guy that you want to be with.
1: It's like they put their entire heart on the line and... She crushed it. And they see the pieces of it versus this person may not be the one for you in the way that you thought or you had dreamed Mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. It's like parallel to life situations that don't happen. Like you get so mad that you don't end up getting all these jobs, right? You apply, you interview, and Mm -hmm. you don't get them. Instead of getting mad at the companies, oh, you're so dumb, Mm -hmm. how can you not pick me? Screw you guys. It's more so like perhaps those weren't the jobs for you. It will lead you to the right job that is for you for that time. You want a company that wants you in the same way that you want a girl to want you as much as you want her. And it sucks that the girl that you thought would be that person isn't. And it goes the same
0: way for girls too. We do the same in Mm -hmm. romanticizing Mm -hmm. certain guys. And then when they don't end up being exactly what we pictured, we're immediately disappointed. That usually
1: happens after marriage. (laughs) (laughs) So with the whole nice guy, nice girl story, my biggest advice is always that confess your feelings early or even if you have an inkling that you might have any sort of interest, get yourself out of the friend zone before you even get into it. So that you guys are in the same playing field, so that both parties understand what the relationship is and they can make decisions accordingly versus like, oh, I'm going to change it up on you and then be like, oh, it's your fault that you didn't know. To actually just have a better chance, speaking from a girl that has been in both that situation of a guy confessing their feelings to me and me rejecting them, while also being the girl that's been friend zoned, for guys and girls, just say it out loud. It's like, if you really think that this person can be potentially something special, it's worth the risk. And say it in the beginning so that you don't put all your Mm -hmm. hopes and dreams onto something that that person doesn't even Mm -hmm. understand. That's the Mm -hmm. dynamic.
0: And my advice? Don't be an asshole. (laughs) Just don't be an asshole. If you're being rejected or doing the rejecting, just don't be an asshole. If someone got the courage to confess their feelings for you that took a lot of strength don't be rude don't be like uh i would never like a guy like you or i would never like a girl like you you know be sensitive to their feelings and if you're the one who's confessing your feelings and you get rejected move on don't hold grudges grudges aren't good for your complexion
1: (laughs) It's also in the bigger picture, probably going to hinder potential romantic opportunities Mm -hmm. because you carry that with you, you carry that resentment. Then you start to look at women in that light and you treat them in Mm -hmm. a different way because you get more and more resentful yeah. and more and more bitter and you group all of us into this one category of just that self-entitled princess who gets everything that she wants
0: and if you get so wrapped up in that you won't know when you do meet someone who does like you for you because you're so wrapped up in this idealistic woman that you're supposed to be with as corny as it sounds you may be completely oblivious of what is standing right in front of you that's the
1: irony where <laughs> if you turn around and you see your girl who's your friend that you have no feelings for. And then you're like, how does this girl who I love and confess my feelings for say the same thing and think about me in that same way? It's not fair. It's like you just, it's an endless cycle. (laughs) Yeah. You just did it to somebody else. It's that's why you can't force your feelings. And that concept in itself, that would actually help this nice guy, nice girl story along. If we just all accept the idea that feelings can't be forced if it happens organically later on, I'm not saying like, just because she says no now doesn't mean that you guys don't have enough chemistry for something later on to happen because she or he may not be in the right state of mind or mature enough to give you everything that you want at the time. But maybe in the future, it may happen. Timing.
0: Yeah. Timing. Timing Timing is everything. Timing.
1: (laughs) Timing is everything. (laughs) There's like so much more that we both want to say. And there's even things that we wanted to touch upon that we just don't really have time for. But maybe in a future episode, we can talk about like girls that date assholes. Like what is that all about? And the ladder theory that I had referred to and how does a girl pick and choose which guy goes on what ladder and how can you as a guy know when you're being put into what ladder and what you can do about it? So let's talk about that in a follow-up episode. There's just so much to say.
0: Yeah, I know that this episode's been a little bit of a jumble of christine and i bursting into <laughs> into flames and rage but this is just something that we both just have a lot of feelings about and if you guys have any suggestions of which perspective you guys are more interested in hearing about feel free to email us at the perfectly imperfect podcast at gmail.com
1: Yeah, because there's a lot of stuff that we covered and we didn't cover. There's a lot of perspectives. So I know there will be people out there that completely disagree with what we just said, and that's completely okay. So we want to hear all of that too.
0: All right, guys. Well, that just about does it for this week's episode of Perfectly Imperfect. If you want to keep up with us on a weekly basis, our social channels will be in the description box below. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Oh,
0: all the feels.